Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> Hola, como estas? Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Huggin' Duggin. Yeah, I'm a hugging you too. <laughs> to be in, let's not forget Kyle the coach Duggan. Apparently, we've had songs stuck in our head of the. It's our waiting music. It's our elevator music. Yes. I can't get it out of my head for some reason. It's a catchy tune, but we've got stuff to talk about now. We got an episode to do, Dagnabba. Get the music's out. Um, all right. Well, there's been some awesome articles that have been written lately about both Justin Herbert and Mr. Pipkins that we're going to be taking a look at Pipkins. here. Pipkins, I say. And uh, we've got, hey, guess what, folks? This is coming back. It's Coach's Corner. Could you could you believe it, folks? It's been a while. I thought we gave up on this on this segment. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to hear what Coach has lined up. I was I was delving back into some of the podcast reviews. Just I was just kind of bored, and I saw that we had a bunch, so I went and looked. Yeah. And most of the stuff, people really like, oh, I really like the X's and O's stuff. So I was like, all right, fine. Time yeah, to bring I'll it put back, in some man. leg work. Got to give yeah. the people what they want. Yeah, got give to. Give them their money's worth. Let's That's go. right. Yeah, their we're making a ton. <laughs> all five pennies that we made, I'll give them all that. Put your shit together. Let's go. <laughs> And as always, we've got a Craig experience lined up. But uh, first and foremost, we got a shout out. A friend of the podcast, Jen Mills, has started her own podcast. Hooray. Mills on the mic. If you haven't checked it out, do yourself a favor and go check it out. It's just an introductory episode. I I turned I, I listened to this episode, and at the beginning, there's somebody I recognized at the beginning of this uh <laughs> there's a similar show. sounding voice. I was like, this is all there's something. 
I didn't even, you didn't even tell me that you did the intro for her podcast, Adam. Mm. Well, dog. He's a professional. I am a professional. I signed an NDA <laughs> and uh, I can only tell what I can tell. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Proud yeah. of you. <laughs> Uh, well, it was an it was awesome to see all of us on there. She she referenced all three of us and showed clips from the show, and that was she's the that best. was pretty special. So it, it's yeah, it, you guys definitely want to sign up and subscribe to it because I guarantee you she's going to have number one some awesome guests because yeah. she knows everybody. She, she's <laughs> in she's in community. the know. She she's got the hookup for sure, yeah. and I guarantee you she's going to have some giveaways as well. So not something that we do over. <laughs> podcast yeah. <laughs> well, if we can't use our season tickets we might throw another that's one of those true. out there we, we do that's give true. out tickets. we have given away quite well, a few we did, tickets we did yeah. like three games we gave yeah. good for us no you're right yeah. you're Come on, guys. We're gin mills but good for us guys. <laughs> Come on. the thought that counts but definitely go check it out mills on the mic you will not be disappointed um and then looking over at the chargers uh social media team they released a new mic'd up with coach lombardi <laughs> Which was fun to watch, first of all. I mean, I Coach Lombardi it. has a very, has a much more gruff voice than I ever really anticipated it, that face having. Yeah. It's very down here and he's, he's constantly spitting, you know, he's, I don't know if he's chewing or if it's got a, got a pack in there or what, but uh, got a very gruff voice and uh, <laughs> our own Justin Herbert kind of. Knew that he, he was, was on the mic. I love, he was the mic'd ra- up. I, I love the random clapping they would do too. He was like yeah. really focused on him and, like and Easton and other chase. Just random clap just to mess with his mic. <laughs> and then you could see them just looking over and giggling at him. Yeah. <laughs> love it. And uh, it was great to see Justin talk about uh, <laughs> Coach Call, Lombardi's Lego collection. Called him out on his How Legos. brave he was to talk about it with him. <laughs> and he knows how personal that is. Uh, to him, this Lego collection. They just seem like they're having so much fun. Oh, like absolutely. They're, they're, yeah. It's like a really cool environment to be in because it just looks like they're having Well, that's a what happens when you go into your second year, right? It's like all the awkwardness and getting to know people is gone. So now right. it's like we can just get into the grind of it, but also have fun while doing it. And that's when you're, I mean, I know, I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm in a workplace, my, whenever I'm at a job where I enjoy the community that I work with, I do a lot better work. Yes. And I know that that translates to the football field as well. Yes. I tend to do my best work when people don't like me when I'm on set and there's a kind of a <laughs> negative energy surrounded. I kind of have get... you ever had a situation where everyone does like you? I don't think so, actually. <laughs> so maybe it would work better. Fair. I'll maybe try it out next time. Give it a next time. I'll try it out next time. There you go. <laughs> okay. It's worth a try. Let me know how it works. Okay, um, we'll do. And I and I love the shot. I'm sure. Uh, it, it, watch it because there's the shot of Justin Herbert with his hair like over his face, looking like cousin it basically. Yeah. Like yeah. the the flow. He's so we're so used to seeing it in the in the headband kind of yeah, pulled back. Yeah, it doesn't back. look like that much. It doesn't, but then when he <laughs> pulls it all forward, <laughs> man, it's got a lot of hair. <laughs> I, I say Herbert just goes straight bullet. If his if his concern is oh, seeing, boy. you could leave the flow in the back when he has the helmet oh, on. the back of the, he, he just take it off full bullet. Real that party in the back, so good. front party and back. I'll sign that petition. I'm sure oh. Easton Sticks uh, bartender could hook him up because he had like a fifteen dollar haircut, and they said he looked like he had a fifteen dollar haircut. Yeah, <laughs> his barber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, enough of that hoopla. Let's look at some articles, folks. Justin Herbert. Hooray. Yeah. Hooray. Printed word. <laughs> um, Articles. <laughs> Herbert was Make interviewed so exciting. by Jeff Kerr in the article from CBS Sports. And the question was posed, what steps has Williams 
taken to improve his game and build upon last year. I'm assuming Mike Williams. Uh, Justin said, just being out there timing-wise and having more reps with him in OTAs, it's all optional. He didn't have to be out there, and for him to commit and be there for the team was great. I thought we got a lot of time together. We got to work on a lot of reps, a lot of routes together. I feel more comfortable throwing him the ball, and I hope he feels the same way about me. Do you I like me say there like was me? One, <laughs> there was one part in that Lombardi um, mic'd up where you heard Justin go, I need him to look, I need him to turn around quicker. Like, I need, oh, yeah. I need him to look back for the ball. Yeah. So it's like those little things, and I'm sure that happens with Mike sometimes too. It's getting those little synced up moments where you know, okay, we're running this route, but they're in this coverage. I need to get my head around a little quicker because he wants to get me the ball. Right. Those types of situations, that's like, the, it's just things that you can't communicate and don't think of to describe to the media. Mm. Those are the things that when we talk about having that relationship and feel, he would never have to say, oh, I need Mike to turn around quicker. Mike knows right. when he's running this route, when to get his head around and look to Justin. Sure. So it's like a guy that's as elite as Mike Williams is, like for him to come and say, I have all these huge weaknesses that I went and worked on this offseason would be just lying. Like it, it, <laughs> he has little things for sure that he could get better at, but it's not like he has this huge inadequacy that he has to get better at. I think like Justin said in this quote, he just needs to be out there, just be out there playing and getting reps and continuing to build that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Totally. Absolutely. Love to see it. Um, the article uh, went on. Uh, the question was posed. Talks of an extension will be coming your way shortly since you're going into your third year. Have the Chargers approached you regarding an extension at this point? Justin's response. We haven't discussed anything, but I've been so fortunate to play for the Chargers. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just so excited to be here and play football. This has been a great opportunity, and I don't wish it went any other way. I love that I was drafted here and that I have been able to play here. I think we're doing all the right things. I believe in the staff, all the teammates, the front office. So all I can do is hope for the best. It's out of my control, but I'll keep playing football. So when he says what happens, happens, what's going to happen is you're going to get like $300 million. Right. That's pretty much what's going to happen. So if I were him, I would be like, and this will get worked out. This is totally fine. Yeah. Like, this is the what? least stress I would feel like for any player. Like this is a done deal. They're gonna figure that out and pay him whatever he whatever is the highest contract when mm-hmm. it's when it's done. What is Jeff Kerr trying to get out of this? When you ask this question, like what are you hoping that Justin says? Because like we all everyone in the NFL knows that he's never going anywhere. Yeah. Right. He's no. gonna get paid, especially not this next maybe. 10 years from now, it's the, oh, is he done? Is he over the hill type of thing? But right. when he's like 24 years old and playing MVP level football, yeah, it, it's inevitable that mm-hmm. he's going to get the extension with the Chargers, that first one at least. And it's probably going to be like a 10-year deal. So that's just is what it is. I wonder what Jeff Kerr's thinking in asking the question. Like, what is he hoping to get? I think it was a genuine question. I don't know if yeah. he was trying to like trick him or anything. I, I, it's something I'm curious about. Like, have they had those conversations? Because we don't get a lot from Justin all that much when we get these, we yeah. get interviews, press conferences. He's he's very much, you know, he has similar answers for multiple things. Mm-hmm. He's very outgoing and sends love to everyone else but himself. So getting to hear him, trying to get him to talk about himself a little bit more is kind of the interesting thing to see if, if people can actually get them to do it. Right. Yeah. There, there's no hint of like, well, you know, there's been talks, but we haven't come to the same level as far as any of that stuff. It's just like, I'm not even worried about that. Like, 
All I'm he's worried two about years is into a five-year potential, a five-year deal, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to fifth-year option him no matter what. So, I, I guess that question out of going into a third year seems a little bit premature. Um, I don't know. Do you think they'd fifth-year him, or they're just going to get him a contract next year, so they don't have to deal with that? Get well, them all signed I, up. Look, look. I don't know how money works. I'm, Clearly. I don't get it. I'm not going to sit here and say I get the salary cap. Right. I don't think anyone understands the salary cap. I would assume <laughs> that whatever his fifth year deal is, is going to be less than what his 10 year deal is going to be valued at. Right. So yeah. I don't know if it helps the numbers to take the fifth year and then extend him. And I don't know how all that money works. Um, but at the end of the day, you have him for five years. That's what his contract is right now. So what I'd like to see is him hoist the Lombardi trophy and then Dean Spanos walks out with a giant check. <laughs> giant like a three hundred <laughs> million like dollars. Knock on your and door the subject and the line balloons. is ten year deal. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be good. No, that, that would be that would be pretty funny. But yeah, I think the focus is just publishers hey, clearing house. <laughs> let's win yeah, a Super exactly Bowl. Thinking, yeah. We'll worry about publishers clearing house later, but yeah. let's Let's get a Super Bowl. Clear because, our house out of money is what he's gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I think I think D Spanos knows what's coming. She's like, <laughs> she's like that contract's coming up so much. <laughs> you can't afford <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Just get out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't buy that yacht I was eyeing because Justin's taking yeah. all my money. I mean, because yeah. we could all we could all agree that Joe Burrow's money is probably gonna go up because he got to a Super Bowl. He didn't For win sure. it, but he got there. So I think yeah. let's not talk about money until I get to a Super Bowl because then I know I'm going to have a little bit more leverage in my back pocket to be like, hey, oh, you want to go back? It's also <laughs> it's also too. depending like on the team too. If something crazy happens, it's just like this Cleveland thing. Like they, the reason why Watson got that much money is because they were desperate to get him. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. You know what I mean? Very, right. Well, it'll interested. be interesting. Yeah. And that whole thing. I mean, I just saw something that said like, you might not even play at all. Next season, yeah, so. and Baker Mayfield doesn't yeah. want to play for him anymore. That's yeah, a no, nightmare. They, they burned that bridge. They pretty blew hard. that. They they did not handle. Oh that no, well. Philip Rivers to the Browns. Stop it. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> Absolutely, watch I'd it. watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> It'd be like a train wreck. I couldn't look away. I'd have to see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, the article continues. Do the Chargers ask you for your input on roster construction? Do they ask you what you need in order to improve the roster? Herbert's response, the great part about the Chargers is they have asked. Uh, They definitely want to keep communication open there, but my response to them is, I just want to play quarterback and I trust you guys. I know you guys are going to get things handled. I believe in you guys and whatever you decide to do, I know it's right. I'm not too worried. I don't want to cause trouble between the two. Uh, They've done an incredible job uh, regarding general manager Tom Telesco and the entire front office. They get things right. I believe in those guys 100%. He's like, I'm not interested in looking at tape on these guys like i just play quarterback okay yeah i'm just a quarterback right just give me some give me some weapons okay just pick some out well i think it's an interesting dichotomy comparatively to uh aaron Rodgers, who was like they don't talk to me about Uh, anything like i need a receiver well (laughs) i mean he, he he does need a receiver. <laughs> yeah, now he does. Now he does. Chargers, he... Chargers do. Basically, they go and ask Justin, hey, what do you need? And he says, I, I don't know. Do what you want. And they just load up on defense. <laughs> They're like, all right, Justin, uh, I hear right. you loud and clear. Yeah. All right. You heard him, boys. Maybe Whatever next, we want. <laughs> maybe next year he's going to pipe up a little more. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I, I do you think that has to do then with his comfort level with being able to. I mean, obviously, we've seen him command the team in 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 playing the game. But as far as like his 
IQ getting any higher than it already is? Like, do you think it's a confidence thing or let me swing my weight around? It just doesn't seem like it's that kind of guy. guy. No, I think give him a couple yeah. more years and like, let him really, it's his second year in the system. Like he, what is he really like? I'm sure there's players that he likes. Does we'll find out, you know what I mean? It's right. like, it's, I don't think he's like scouting players and stuff, no. but it's cool that the, um, that the team's doing that for they him. Ask. I think that's amazing. Yeah, the fact actually. that they even go to him and ask, I think, is a sign of the moving in the right in the direction of where the NFL is headed. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you agree with that or not, um, it sounds like the Chargers front office is up with the times and at least trying. Yeah, and they clearly go to Derwin James because he's made his voice um, well heard. Yeah, what he who he wanted. On I don't the team. think he gave him a choice. Gone. I think he walked in with all these guys that he had already you know gotten yeah. contracts signed, and he's like, hey, hey guys, JC Jackson, here you go. JC Jackson's on line yeah. one. Uh, Khalil Max on line <laughs> two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I already set up the deal. Go ahead and work it out. Just sign it, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. it's be pretty easy for you. Um, so great article. If you haven't checked it out, go over to CBSSports.com. Jeff Curry, if you want to check out the entire article. Um, the next article that we came across here. Uh, it's from Daniel Popper, who uh, recently came out with an article on The Athletic all about Trey Pipkins titled Trey Pipkins Eyes Starting Job After Productive Offseason. So The Athletic does cost, and I recommend going to check it out because Absolutely. it's like, what, a buck a month or something like it's that? So, something it, ridiculously it, small. And Popper, like, Popper does really awesome articles, and yeah. as the season gets closer, he starts ramping them up and ramping them up and ramping them up. So yeah. worth it for sure if you really want to get more insight on char- on the Chargers. Yeah, Daniel Popper, his writing, he is very unbiased. You know, he calls a spade a spade, whatever the situation might be. So in this particular article, he takes a look over at Trey Pipkins, where uh, initially there was a tweet that says caught up with Trey Pipkins at OTAs to talk about his offseason and why he can't wait to take advantage of the opportunity at right tackle. So those who don't know, Trey Pipkins went to go uh, train with uh, Manny Weather, um, Duke Manny Weather, I believe. And uh, for those that don't know, Rashawn Slater trained with him last offseason, uh, mm-hmm. along with a lot of the other uh, rookie starting offensive linemen that went to go train with yeah, him. Yeah, they I do think. that show, right? There was like the, yeah, what was it? It was like the big boys or something big like boy that. club. Something yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, um, it, that's that's really what it was called. It's it was called like that, the yeah. big boy club. Um, <laughs> big boy club. The big boy. <laughs> I, I don't know. Are you big enough to join the big boy club? <laughs> so, uh, Trey Pipkins went and trained with Manny Weather and said, "I just knew I wanted to go somewhere where I could get a lot of good O-line work in the offseason along with lifting and running and stuff. I kind of talked their ear off about it and just decided to go down there and see what it was about." So, b- before we go further, dude's just now going like, "Hmm, maybe I should go train with some professionals and <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe get my game a little yeah, bit better. This, Let me see what this, this is all world. about." You know, Rashawn's really good. Maybe there's something to this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes on to say, the best part about it is just all the guys that are there. You get to hear so many different ways guys think about the game, the work, the lifting, and the conditioning and stuff is all really good. But the best part was just being around the guys, hearing how they think about their pass sets in certain situations and run blocking these techniques and stuff like that. I think that's what helped the most for sure. He's so good with just biomechanics behind stuff, stuff that you never think about, Pipkin said. O-line coaches are super good with all the football stuff and stuff like that. 
but they don't necessarily know all the biomechanics stuff that strength coaches know. So Mannyweather kind of knows both aspects of it and the way he implements that biomechanics stuff into the O-line drills is really cool. Stuff, I'm making him sound like a, a real stuff. dummy. This is um, a straight quote from the article. This is, he not, said stuff like 10 times. Yeah, take, a, stuff. take a shot like, every time he says stuff. stuff. He's got the stuff. Um, he, he but it was if, reading the article more in depth, it was kind of interesting because he was talking about one of the things that he focused on, which was like I, the it's crazy that they get to this detail. He was saying that like in his past pro set, if he flexed his glute to start, it like helps him simplify the motion and gets him back in to squeeze the butt a little bit. Just tighten it up. It gets him into a better, like it eliminates emotion that gets him back faster. So he's like going into like these really intricate things that it sounds like he had never even considered before. So Wow. Maybe he is going to be a different guy this year. You know, I don't. Man, if he is this Manny Weather guy, is, he's he's projecting himself to make a lot of money this next offseason. O line coach. Why aren't, you a, why aren't you a coach on if one of these can, NFL teams? Well, he's he might be able... making more money and he doesn't have to travel. <laughs> exactly. He just sits in Texas and they come to him. Right. He doesn't get anybody yelling and screaming at him. He's like, hey, yeah. I just teach him. I you well, just you give him an honorary. Fired every couple of years. We'll give yeah. him an honorary coaching title for the Chargers because if he can make both of our our left and right tackle like super studs, I, I think an I mean, honorary shit, the Chargers degree might pay to to send the O line there. Like yeah, shit, let's right, just send yeah. the whole O line there and get them all pay there. That guy in the offseason. Teach them all yeah. how to flex their glutes. Yeah, let's keep um, glutes. On. <laughs> Got our glutes on. Big booty boys up on the line. <laughs> I think that's the name of the next season of the show. Big booty boys. <laughs> Big booty boys. <laughs> Big boy club. Big booty Big club. Boy club. <laughs> Colon. Um, and then finally, on getting the opportunity to start week 15 in place of Rashawn Slater. Uh, Trey Pipkin said, getting out there and showing that I could still play tackle, that was big for me because I knew I could still do it, Pipkin said. I wanted to prove to people that I deserve to be here and playing. Yeah, he he was in the article, he talks a little bit about getting getting benched and he was only in jumbo packages and how he didn't play well on that. He was just like beating himself up and felt like crap and then he got an opportunity and he came back and did well. So For those that don't know, what, now, on, what is a jumbo package? That's when you bring in like your six offensive line. line. Okay, yeah. I just so want to make sure. Like the short, yeah, short yard stuff. Honestly, I I love hearing that he was upset. Mm-hmm. I I never got the feeling that he was ever like bummed out when he didn't play well. He just kind of seems like that. Oh, I guess I messed up that block. We'll see how next one goes. I mean, it's, like, it's kind of good to hear that he cares a little bit. He definitely cares. I don't know that he was necessarily upset. I don't I don't pick that up in in the in the quote. But I mean. I'm sure Trey Pipkins, along with Jerry, I know Jerry Tillery's on Twitter. I don't know that Trey Pipkins is, and probably God bless him for not being on there because he would just see a wave of just bile being spewed about. Yeah, him I wouldn't want to be name. on social media. I probably so, wouldn't listen to but this podcast. I got to imagine either. he's uh-huh. caught at least a whiff of that, like at least some scent Oof. of like, oh man. Oof. Uh, Sticking this joint up. Woo, nobody's steak yet. <laughs> nobody's buying well, any seventy nine jerseys. Why not? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so hey, I mean, I, I want I want the guy to do well. I want to root for Trey Pipkins, and I want him yeah, to sure. be the guy. Like if he's been working with Manyweather and his game goes from what a, a C minus to a B zero to hero, yeah. <laughs> It's another Hercules. I'm just pulling the Hercules quotes. You are. You've been watching it on repeat. I know. Um, I got kids. 
<laughs> but I mean, if that if he jumps like a full grade, yeah, then that would be amazing, right? So that would bring his GPA to probably like a one point five with the previous season. Oh, Kevin, if he got like a, if he was at like a three point other <laughs> oh, year, Kevin. we're looking at like a one I three. I would know two, that was his, kind of my high school's GPA <laughs> where I was floating. His two starts last year, what would you have graded him at? Like his two starts that he actually played, they were great, but. It doesn't CB. counter the jumbo package no. games. No. <laughs> Those Man. days were broad. No, you got to take the them all. That's how you come up with the Kevin. GPA. You got to take all of them and you put them together and that's what you get. So we'll see. I, I'm still not. I want to be a Trey Pipkins fan. Right. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing in me that feels like I should. Yeah. He hasn't shown me anything. Yeah. He had two good games. He's on the Chargers. You told me like three or four weeks ago, you're a charger. You're you're a charger fan. Why why can't I like I'm like, you're just a Justin Herbert fan. Like, no, I'm a charger fan. Like, whatever your stupid quote was. Pipkin is on the Chargers. So you have to be a fan of his. That was the least impressive try and smash of me you've ever done, Kyle. You want to you should, you should throw a couple stuffs in there. That'd be that'd be helpful for that. Um I fumbled, I fumbled on that a little bit. Just like Trey Pipkins fumbled the beginning get, of the season. You get my point. <laughs> I get your point and stuff. It's totally and get stuff. it. He's on the Chargers. So Absolutely. If you just want to sit there and bitch and moan about it, you can. I'm not bitching and moaning. I'm just saying I don't trust the, the man. Okay? I want to trust him, <laughs> but I don't. Yet. Yet. I'm I'm this is I'm a, open. Hey, this could be I'm the redemption year for Trey Pipkins. What I find also kind of interesting about this is no mention of Storm Norton going to Manny Weather. So has he just got like a limited amount of space and Trey <laughs> true names out of a hat and Trey Pipkins won? We know Rashawn Slater's there. He's back again working with Manny Weather to get better. It's a good question. Storm Norton's not there. So I don't... Listen, I'm not saying that Storm Norton doesn't want to be there. I'm just saying it's an interesting note that maybe Storm, Storm Norton didn't Maybe Storm go. wasn't invited. Maybe he's not on the ends of the Rashawn Slater, Trey Pipkins brotherhood. I don't know. Wow. What did you just uncover, Adam I'm just Boy? saying. I'm just <laughs> stating the facts, folks. Stating okay. the facts. Well, we'll see. I, I believe I'm, it when that's I see it. I think running back in that right tackle spot are going to be the most fun com- competition to watch yeah. in this tra- coming up training camp. Mm-hmm. I think wide receiver three is also going to be kind of a interesting to see who. I think that's going to be that Palmer. Spot. I think it's Palmer's job. I feel I more so. confident about that than the right tackle su- situation currently. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Well, if you want to go check out an exciting website, you can go on over to chargerchat.com. Oh. <laughs> Like four, uh, your dude. GPA is going. Listen, down. you didn't give me a yeah. lot to work with. I'm looking for softballs <laughs> right. to try to like s- swing for the fences, and you're throwing curveballs and wiffle balls. <laughs> There's some knuckleballs in there. There were. There were. If some you want to improve pucks. yourself this offseason, just like Dre Pipkins, go to our website and get some sweet. Go to the merch. Duke Mannyweather of Take it. website. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your job. You're too good. Sorry, I stepped on your toes. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Chargerchat.com. We've got all the great stuff over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers in the members section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out. Chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, who's ready to huddle up? Me. It's time for, I, it's been a while since I've said this, Coach's Corner. 
Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Great moments are born of great opportunity. All comes down to today. You take this helmet and you put it right in his numbers, okay? I won't see nothing but snot bubbles in his nose. A lot of people want to blame coaches for a lot of things. Nobody puts coaches in his And we shut them down because we can't. It's because I believed in you. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But it just wouldn't be our style. Let's do it. That's right, folks. Coach's Corner is back in full effect. We've got some X's and O's to look at. Yes, round of applause for Coach. Stepping up to the plate. Coach, what are you going to learn us today? All right. So this does feel weird being back doing this. It's been a long offseason, and <laughs> it's I'm excited. Um, I can okay, hear so, it in your voice. Here's, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. Us. So. We talked a little bit about, um, on our Tuesday episode, we talked a little bit about the idea of why Cleo Mack is such a good edge defender, not just all, against the pass, like as a pass rush, but also against the run. And we talked about setting the edge. Um, so I'm just, I'm just going to draw up and show you a little bit. I think it starts with knowing that there's gap responsibilities. Okay, So all of these guys in the box here, these guys are all responsible for a gap. So where's my delete? There we go. So... <laughs> The edge rusher, he's going to have this edge. So anything that the ball carrier tries to come out, he's responsible to make him cut back. If he lets him to the outside, now he's given up leverage. Now that's not setting the edge. You almost want to create like these walls um, along the defense. So you want to create like these walls as your edge defenders. He's forced to run inside in here, find a gap somewhere. So that would be the hope. Now, all of these guys have gap responsibility. Let's just say, and it's, It'll be very different from play to play based on any stunts that they're doing, based on potential blitzes that might come. Your gap responsibility can change a lot from play to play. But I'm just going to give these guys gap responsibilities. I'm just going to say that this five technique, so he would be out here on the outside shade of the tackle. He has the C gap. The Mike backer, let's say, plays A. Nose is playing A. This rush or end is playing the outside like the edge. The will has this B gap and this Sam is kind of a floater that can jump in or be outside. Okay. So if you just look up front, if this guy has the C gap right here, this is a gap in between the guard and center B gap between the guard and tackle C gap between the tackle tight end. If this tackle has this C gap, it's going to be a much easier gap to defend. If it's this small than if it's this big, let's say he gets stretched all the way out here. He, he technically sets the edge, but now it's out here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now look what that does to the rest of the team and fitting their gaps. This five technique who in our defense could be like a Jerry Tillery, um, a, a little bit bigger bodied guy. It's going to be really tough for him to be able to cover all this room, right? That's a long ways to go with this running back. Who's probably better in space than you. So if you can't set this edge right away, you're now putting the rest of the team in a really, really tough spot. Now, if you're able to set this edge, so this, this let's just say this tight end, maybe it's a six lineman, tries to reach you. So he's trying to get outside and turn you because if he can reach you like that, then this running back can get to the edge. But the reason that Khalil Mack is so good is as soon as this guy tries to go to reach, he's just going to meet him and stick him right here and set that edge. Now, let's just say even if this tight end is able to move to there, this tackle, this five technique is now going to benefit <coughs> huge from this being set right here as opposed to being set all the way out here. Hmm. The other thing it does that I think is the biggest help is for your linebackers. 
Okay, so let's just say we take this tackle and put him inside. Now you're Sam, linebacker, whoever, whatever you want to call him. Let's say he's responsible for this C gap. Okay. Or no, you know what? Let's go back. Sorry. Let's let's just keep it the same way it was. Let's keep it the same as it was. The tackle will be out here in a five tech. Let's say this Mike backer right here, he's going to have this B gap. Okay. So he sees this happen. He sees this defensive end. Let's just say it was Chenna last year. Gets pushed out here because he's fighting this reach block. He ends up here. Now, instead of staying in his B gap right here, what happens now is he's going to see this huge opening. He's going to see these guys get washed all the way out. He's going to try to help. Okay. If he tries to help and get outside, get wit. Now, which we complained, a lot of people complained about how Kaiser White, oh yeah, he's making plays, but he's five yards deep. A lot of the times, the reason is he's covering up for something like this. So let's just say Kaiser tries to help because he knows this tackle is going to have a real hard time covering up all that ground. This tackle is going to have a hard time defending all of this. So this Mike backer tries to get over the top. Now you have two guys in one gap, right? Because he's trying to help because this edge got beat so bad. Now this running back, he's going to start this way. He's going to see two guys over the top. Now look at this hole that opens up right here, right? So setting the edge is so big and being able to have a successful run game. They're not going to make, they shouldn't make a lot of tackles if they're running the ball inside, which is where we got gashed a lot last year. But they're going to have such a profound impact on these linebackers in here and all of these def interior defensive linemen be able to make plays just because they're setting that edge, forcing the running back to make hard decisions in really tight windows. So if you can shrink down those gaps, it makes it much easier for defensive linemen to fill their gaps. And it also makes linebackers not have to be as good. If I don't have to try to help a lost somebody losing their responsibility, I can just play my responsibility and get downhill. Everything is going to work a lot, lot smoother. That's why I think Joey Bosa is one of the best at doing it. If you watch Joey, this tackle is never going to wash him out here. The best that he can do is just keep Joey on the outside. Joey sometimes will get, he'll get in a fight here. He'll hold the edge. And then at the last second, when he sees the running back commit, he'll try to jump inside. Sometimes he'll get caught, but he's setting the edge right here on the edge. Like it's set. And that's why I think having Khalil and Joey, you're going to get a real tight box. If they try to bounce outside, it's going to be tough for them because these guys are so strong and they can't, they have, they're going to have to cut back quick because this edge is going to be set so close to the edge line of scrimmage. Awesome. And then what do you think questions? The, yeah. The, you know, the new guys we have in the middle. So it'll be, um, day, uh, Sebastian yeah. day, and is it Austin Johnson? Austin Johnson. So, mm -hmm. what does that do for them? Because that's clearly an upgrade over what we had last year, and we got destroyed in the middle. Like they were running, you know, the one and two hole most of the most yeah. of the time, right up the middle on us. Yeah. Well, think about this. So, say you're worried about this guy getting reached and stretched. Now, you as an interior guy, you're thinking, I can't just get uphill, right? I can't get upfield. I have to sit here and see if I might have to help and cover all this space. Now, if I know for a fact that this guy is going to be taken care of and he's going to like he's going to set this edge, I can I can pin my ears back a little bit more and I can get a little bit more upfield and be aggressive to make a play because I know if I lose this this edge is set right here. It's not going to be 15 yards out here and if I get upfield I won't be able to recover and get back outside. Got it. So when when the edge is pushed so far out to the side like that, 
is it now then that other that T uh, defensive lineman? Is it now his job to kind of set the edge more on the inside there as far as like trying to get past the offensive lineman or is it more just does does the role change? I mean, obviously, there's a bigger gap to cover, but does that mean now it's his job to set the edge that further in? You could you could say that it's just it's creating. Here's what defensive linemen, everyone gets, for me, my philosophy on defensive line against the run is you want to own the line of scrimmage. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to come up here. These these guys be flying upfield because it creates cutback lanes. So if that guy gets that too far upfield, now I can I have cutback opportunities. Mm-hmm. So these guys really aren't, aren't trying to get severely upfield and set an edge, mm-hmm. right? Because okay. if, if I'm just setting an edge to cut it, make him cut back, if I have all this... These guys are not built like that. Like right. here, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain it, right? So if this if this running back sees Khalil Mack on the edge, he could try, he could try and decide, you know what? I don't care. I can beat him to the edge. That's going to be tough against Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack because they have the speed to be able to run him down and cut him off. Mm-hmm. But a running back, now, if you have Sebastian Joseph Day trying to set the edge on this big gap, mm-hmm. It's just less likely. The guy's not as quick. This guy in this open field is going to have a lot of opportunity to either just hit on the burners and outrun him. Or if Sebastian does try to set the edge, now he's still got all this room to be able to cut back. Mm -hmm. So giving up, you don't really have a secondary edge. You're going to have to make the tackle. That's that's what it's going to be forced to do. Okay. Um, When If he sees this much open field, because this guy, it's not as if this guy's going to stop blocking him, right? Mm -hmm. If If they're running like a zone to this side, Everyone's going to be working that direction. So he's going to be working here. He's going to be working here. He's going to be working here. They're all going to be trying to reach block. So if this guy gets moved all the way out here and he's just blocked out and Sebastian Joseph Day is right here, still getting blocked, trying to make that tackle. There's not really like a secondary set the edge. You just got to make the play at that point. Mm -hmm. It does the, because the way that you're describing here is more of a run play. Does the, uh, does the idea change if it's a pass play or something like that, as far as like what the roles are, as far as setting the edge and in, in that regard? Uh, there's there. So there's a lot of freedom in a pass rush. Generally, just generically before you get into all the games and these guys communicating, like you heard Sebastian Joseph, they talk about him and Aaron Donald, how they used to like talk before the snap of where they would go. Mm. So generally, if the quarterback is right here and he drops back, so let's say the quarterback drops here everyone should have a pass rush lane that they try to stick to. So the end, the two edge guys, they're trying to attack the outside shoulder. So they're, they're attacking the shoulder of the quarterback. So this guy will attack his right shoulder. This edge will attack his left shoulder. This tackle, the interior guy is going to attack his pec, his inside pec to the right side. This guy will attack his le- left pec. So it should be a collapsing of the pocket. Instead, what happens sometimes it allows quarterbacks to run like Mahomes and you get really frustrated watching it. And instead of keeping those pass rush lanes, let's say all of these guys keep their correct pass rush lanes. This guy tries something and attacks too far inside. Now we have that rollout lane opportunity. So he's going to be able to get outside. Whereas if everyone stays in their pocket, but it does create a less dynamic um, attack, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes you got to take chances, but Generically, yes, it would be the same. These guys should be setting the edge as far as the quarterback trying to be able to scramble. These guys should be staying up the middle. Got it. All right. Well, that's awesome. Set the edge. Set the edge. Now we yeah. know. So it doesn't. It, it might not. 
So when you say that Joey Bosa and Cleo Mack are great edge defenders or run defenders, doesn't mean they're going to have 100 tackles a season. Mm-hmm. But what they do is so vital for the run defense to be successful because of shrinking down these gaps and setting that edge so linebackers can get downhill. Defensive linemen don't have to take up too much space in their gap responsibility, and they can be a little bit more aggressive. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love the segment. Glad it's back. Welcome back, Coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love awesome. it. Awesome. Well, yeah. And those of you that are are listening to this, Go over to YouTube and watch it because we've got charts and graphs, lines, hash marks, everything. We've got it all. Go check it out on the YouTube. Thank you, Coach, for for giving people like me that need the visual to be like, I did pecs and pockets and <laughs> I, my mind wanders. So thank you for taking the time to, to break it down for yeah. us. Um, all right. Well, now let's go on to the next segment. You know them. You love them. It's the Craig experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Craig experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. You guys hear that? It's the bird's nest in the tree outside of my house. Which is fine, except for some reason, these jokers get to going at it like that at the most random times of day. It doesn't necessarily happen first thing in the morning. Sometimes just middle of the day, going into the evening. They just have at it. I can't really do anything about it. They're birds. They're supposed to make nests in trees. It's a thing. But, you know, outside of that, my other annoyance currently is the fact that here we are at the end of June, which means no football until the end of July. And the conclusion that I've come to is it's just the price that we have to pay annually for the gloriousness that is the payoff of the NFL season. So we will get through this like we do everything else together. And that's why you boys here. CC gang. Biggest of salutes into the rest of the boat fam. What is going on? She got Craig in Texas and welcome to another edition of that's right. The Craig experience. But what this does allow for is time to that's right. Ask yourself some viable questions. Just do it in private. You know, never really a good look when someone walks in on you asking yourself questions and then you answer them back to yourself. Uh, no judgment for me. Nothing wrong with a good self-talk. I do it all the time. Just try not to do it out in public or make sure you're alone first. Trust me. You don't want to have people like worried about you. It's just proper place and time. Anyway, the question that I've asked me is, are they done? And you know what the reply back to myself was? I don't know, but maybe not. There are actually some really good names sitting out there that may be had via trade, could happen because of cuts. We don't know, we have to see where the chips fall, but here are just a few for you guys to uh, look into for yourselves. Mm -hmm. Take a few minutes to think about. Now, if you followed me for any period of time, 
well, really within the last year or so. Around the trade deadline, you heard me beating the table for a couple names, and this is one of them. Mr. Andy Isabella, current Arizona Cardinal wide receiver. I think he might have suffered through some bumps and bruises last year, but honestly, I don't think the Cardinals have ever really had a plan for the guy. They drafted Rondell Moore, who was someone similar in stature a couple years ago, and then they traded for Hollywood Brown this offseason. Uh, Hopkins, D-Hop, has to serve a suspension to start the season, and they you know, didn't bring back Christian Kirk, who got paid to go to Jacksonville, of all places, but yeah, not my problem. Uh, I don't see what the point of them keeping him around is. They're still pretty loaded at the wide receiver position. I uh, believe they bought AJ Green back. I mean, he's older, but he can still be productive. And then Hopkins comes back from the suspension. And then all of a sudden, you got a super crowded wide receiver room again. And we're talking about a dude who is super dynamic. I mean, you can catch some highlights of him because that's about all there is right now as far as the NFL game is concerned. You can find a little bit of tape on him here and there, but uh, see for yourself just how explosive the dude is. He's a creator, short, twitchy dude with long speed as well. So he does what Jalen Guyton does from a speed perspective. But he also adds the element that the Chargers don't have a guy who can make you miss in short areas and take it to the house on any given touch. So uh, this is me again, still beating the table for it. We'll see what happens. I think he'll mm, I can't really see anyone trading for him. I could definitely see him get cut, though. But there's no way the Chargers shouldn't take a flyer on him, in my opinion. But yeah. next up. Mm-hmm, that's right. The former wide receiver is going to talk about another wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Rager. Former first round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles who changed their logo, not the logo, the lettering It's blocking. It looks terrible. I don't know whose idea that was. Not sure what kind of focus group y'all had going on for this selection, but man, woo. Again, not our problem. Rager has been a disappointment. You could maybe call him a bust at this point. I mean, for the point to where he was drafted. Yeah. And once again, another team goes and grabs. Uh, well, Hollywood is not a big name, but uh, a big name this time with, you know, A.J. Brown. Former Tennessee Titan, now Philadelphia Eagle. And you got to ask yourself, what the hell are they going to do with Rager? Again, another speed explosive guy. And. Rager was a big playmaker at TCU. Someone else who you just want to get the ball in his hands. Now he has some issues with drops and none of us want to hear the word drops after last year. But I think there's an opportunity for him to possibly come in. Now, whether he gets cut, it probably end up being via trade. But it would be like a late round pick for him. It's not something I'm high on. I would much rather Isabella, but. It's still an option, and it's someone who feels the need that the Chargers don't currently have. Uh, Another really, really fast guy who is very explosive in the open field and can create on his own. So again, just a thought. Oh, y'all thought I was going to go through this list without mentioning another potential interior defensive lineman? (laughs) Child, please. 
Um, yo, hmm, we don't know what's going to happen with Jerry Tillery. Let's be honest. We want him to succeed. I mean, I, I would love to see the dude go out and play like an all pro this season. The potential of that happening? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to base what he could do off of what he's done in the past. Typically, that's a very good indication of how the future will go. But I digress. We want to try to be as positive as possible about this. I want Jerry to produce. But in the event that the coaching staff does not have faith in that happening, there's a name. Oh, is there a name? Payne. Duran Payne. Current uh, Washington commander. That still sounds freaking weird. Um, so Payne held out of some OTA stuff. But he showed up to the voluntary. I'm sorry. He missed. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Sorry. He did. He showed up to the voluntary stuff. And uh, things have been kind of quiet on that front. But the commanders are dealing with uh, a little bit of a contractual issue with another player. And that's uh, Mr. Scary Terry McLaurin. They're uh, number one wide receiver that they can't afford to lose. Somebody's got to get paid. And uh, if you check the draft, they took a other interior defensive lineman out of Alabama. They sure do love those cats, don't they? Which signals to me that uh, Mr. Payne may not be getting paid. And they also paid Jonathan Allen a short while ago. Really don't see them locking that much bread up into the defensive line. So I can't see them letting Payne walk for nothing after this year. Hmm. Charges get on the phone, man. Because he helps twofold. He's just as adept an interior pass rusher as he is at stopping the run. And he's young. Now, yes, you have to get him to sign an extension. You have to see what those numbers look like. But look, don't talk to me about the cap anymore. I'm sick of talking about the cap because just every week some team that shouldn't have the money to get some stuff done does it so mm, i'm not a capologist don't pretend to be one i don't play one on youtube <laughs> it can get done somehow some way but that would be my selection i would love it and you add him to that defensive line and yeah it's a wrap for everyone everyone nobody's blocking that down in and down out and uh i don't know what happens with jerry at that point but I also don't get paid to figure that out. So just my ideas. That's what I got. You know. All right, Bo family. I do appreciate your time. You have been more than generous. Uh, keep in mind what we discussed earlier. Check your surroundings before having a conversation with yourself. I'm looking out for you. Trust me. It's for the best. Till the next time, y'all know who it is. Mr. Boganger, do not bang, aka TOP underscore FLYT3 on Twitter. And yeah, catch me on YouTube at the Flight Deck Charger to the Game. Until the next time, be good, folks. Take care of yourselves. Stay bolted up. And uh, okay, love you. Bye. All right. Well, hey, Craig, thanks for taking a look at a couple of other names that were 
not on any of our radars. I can tell you that right now. No. Hey, that's why four heads are better than three because Absolutely. I would have never even thought of any of those guys. Yes. So it's, it's off season. It's fun. It's fun to dream. It's fun to think. Keep well, the old cabeza in shape. I think there is still a little bit of money to play with that could potentially. Could <laughs> like potentially, Craig, who knows? I'm not, I'm not saying that we're gonna because I yeah. mean, even Craig said, he's like, I don't know. Maybe we could, maybe we <laughs> yep. can't, but I know that there's still a little bit of money to play with. So could some more moves happen? Absolutely. Yeah. I think contracts still need to be set with certain teams that might not be enough money to go all the way around. So might be something for the chargers. We'll have to keep an eye on it, but uh, Hey, Craig, thank you again for, for taking a look at some names that were not on our radar, but uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us here at charger chat. Any, any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Happy Friday, everyone. Get uh, oh, out yeah. there. Hey, let's happy birthday to Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, yeah. The goat. Happy birthday. <laughs> almost goat. forgot. The goat. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. I, I, I signed my son up for flag football, Pop Warner flag football, and they asked for a jersey number request. 21. 10 and 21 were the top two. Uh, were they? Yeah. Not 17. Did, we'll see if he gets Justin or LT. I Not 17, it. though. You didn't throw 17 didn't as throw an 17 alt? on there. Kind of a clunk, clunky number. <laughs> it doesn't scream kind of speed. <laughs> no. A little clunky number. We'll tell that to Devontae Adams, but... Uh, He's right. a Raider well, now. I know. Who cares? Yeah, who, who gives who a cares? shit? Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charge of Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.